Welcome to yet another edition of the Old Titans. I'm John Paul. B-Man. And we are coming at you once again from our lunch hour on the bright and wonderful campus of UCF. Are you publicizing us? That's I'm publicizing just a little bit. Just in case anybody's listening and they happen to be a black and gold fan, you know, it's, it's, it could be important. Yeah, we have fans. We do. I we, think so. Yeah. Hey, we have a new follower. We have we a follower from Pennsylvania. That's so exciting. shout out to the state of Pennsylvania. Yay. Yeah, well, that was my thought. So let's kick things off as we usually do with the B-Man question Well, of this the week. one was actually kind of weak, I think. I thought it was cool at first, and like, there's really only one answer to this question, but maybe you can mix it up a little bit here. So I do apologize if it's too easy. Who is the king of the monsters, in your opinion? And you say it's easy because there's really only one answer, but we're probably going to disagree. I so there's probably more than one answer. Okay, okay. There's probably more than two answers. There's, there's a few answers, but I think there's really one reasonable answer. Oh, okay. One reasonable answer. Got it. So I mean, King I of the mean, Monsters. You, 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 and, and, we, and we're cutting out people like Trump and stuff, right, on the King well, of the Monsters. I mean, you can see Oscar the Grouch if you want to. Yeah, okay. He's technically a monster. You're a little political there. I mean... Yeah, I got a little... I actually, I kind of... My pause is... I didn't even think about the Sesame Street monsters. Hmm. Now, now you can. You want to rethink your. You want to no, pause no, the show? You get to go first. You get to go first. Well, to me, oh, you, really? Because yeah. you're that creative. I'm, I'm assuming it takes you like, days to think of something. Sometimes. The only real king of the monsters is Godzilla. Just saying it right there. There's other cool monsters out there, but Godzilla is the king, hands down. Hands. Both my hands are on the table right now. Hands down. I will admit that the subtitle is usually Godzilla. King of the Monsters. Right. That's true. He does have the subtitle there. Right. I was all prepared. This, 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 this bothers me now. I was all prepared to give my answer easy, straightforward. King Kong. Wow. Easy. Hands down. Both hands on the table. My hands to the table first is too late. Yeah, but mine made noise. So, you know. I don't know if it carried over the microphone, so you just have to trust me on that, that they okay. made noise. But, um, now that we bring up, you know, the Sesame Street monsters. Grover, you know? I mean, there's Cookie Monster. If if you're talking the world of cookies, Cookie Monster cookie is the Cookie Monster is my favorite monster. I'll give you that one. Grover's my favorite, though. I mean, really? Yes, I mean... Well, uh, here's the problem. If they make a Godzilla versus Grover movie, it ends pretty fast. Unless he turns into Super Grover. It ends pretty fast. I don't know, but see, that's the thing with Grover. Grover has tons of great comedy bits... He's Grover. He's Super Grover. And I will admit, part of it is, with both my kids growing up, there's a book, The Monster at the End of This Book, and that's starring Grover. Right. And I read that to them multiple times a week, doing the Grover voice, and the kids would laugh, and we'd turn the pages and have fun reading it. So I have a lot of fond memories, the same way you do with your little girl. I mean, it's right. those memories, I don't care who, what other monster, King Kong, Godzilla, or anything else I like, nothing will ever replace the memories of reading the monster at the end of this book. So on a personal level, I'd have to say Grover. But, honestly, to answer it more in the spirit of your question, I'm still going to go with King Kong. I still have to say King Kong. Well, I mean, and that's fine. I mean, you're wrong, as always. But <laughs> the king, Grover, Grover, he's not even the king of Sesame Street. I mean, how can he be the king of the monsters? 
And why are we talking about Sesame Street? Do we get to that point? You brought right up now? Sesame Street. You brought up Sesame Street. Because you're the guy that thinks outside the box. I normally do. I ask you a question, you usually go like, "Oh, let's go with this far area over here that nobody thinks of." And it's create. I give you credit for creativeness. I have a pop vinyl of Grover on my desk. I, I know you do. I have a stuffed Super Grover on my desk, and that shows your childishness. Yes, childlikeness, not childishness. How about that? Okay. All right. Um, but I did look something up. I don't know if you remember this or not. This came from a conversation minutes, hours, days ago. I don't know. The time just blurs, you know, when you're having fun or having these kind of conversations. Okay. Um, That might explain our answers here. I was kind of curious, and I looked up the uh, Chinese Zodiac calendar. Okay. Based on the year you were born and the year I was born. I was born in the year of the Earth Monkey. King Kong happens to be my favorite monster for... This in the spirit again of what the question originally meant. Okay. You, who like Godzilla, the fire-breathing dinosaur-looking dragony lizardy thing. It was a but that yeah. Um, you were born in the year of the fire dragon. That's well, te- kind of creepy in a way that it worked out that way. Well, technically, it's radioactive breath. True. Not, not really fire, I guess. True. It depends on the animator, but you're right. It's really supposed to be radioactive. Um, but that is creepy. Yeah, that's excellent knowledge right now. Yes, I am. I am the fire dragon, and now you know. And knowing's half the battle. Yes, and I'm glad we scored a GI Joe from Sesame Street. That's improvement for us. <laughs> All right, so let's head over to the news for just a minute. So I'm not going to do my d d d d d d d d d d thing like normal. Yes, because when I do the d d d d d d d d d thing, everybody makes fun of me. And you said do it. You did twice right there. So I'm not going to do the d d d d d d d Okay, okay. You know, go on with the news. All right. So in the news, something you brought up for us that I thought would be important for us to talk about is Russia. All over the news right now with, you know. As always. Tampering in elections. Possibly. Possibly. Um, connections to politicians. We, you know, we, we can always all these kind of things. No, no, I'm okay, just saying they're okay. in the news for those reasons. Oh, yeah, those news, yeah, but yeah. We're, we're, different, we're different thing here. This is a different thing, which is just kind of ironic that we would have this kind of news in Russia at the same time. But um, they are considering banning Beauty and the Beast, the new live-action Beauty and the Beast thing. Not because of, you know, American politics... Not because they, you know, don't like Emma Watson and her singing or something. Not because Angela Lansbury was not cast as Mrs. Potts, which that would have been a good reason to ban it, maybe. If they'd said, we like Angela Lansbury too much, you skipped over her and didn't cast her as Mrs. Potts, we're going to ban it. I would have been okay with that banning reason. She should have been in the movie, by the way. Yeah. I, I agree with yeah. you there. No, they're banning it because, and I do not remember the character's name, but Gaston's right-hand man, sidekick, lackey, for want of a better phrase, who has an important part in the story, but not as important as Gaston and Belle and the Beast, um, they've said will officially be homosexual for the live-action movie. I believe his name is Lafoe, is that right? Yes, there we go, Lafoe. Now, does that even make a bit of difference in the movie? Probably not. In fact, since we haven't seen it yet, it hadn't come out yet, it might not even be a part of the story. This might be a... The metagaming version of, you know, talking about the characters. The ironic thing is Anne McKellen is actually in the movie, who is really gay in real life, and that's fine. Nobody, nobody cares there, yeah. So, um, I mean, I've watched the cartoon. It's been a while. My daughter likes it. When I first saw it, 
I kind of always assumed the character was gay anyways, the way he was. Never had a problem with it. Um, I didn't think about it because it didn't matter to the story. It doesn't. It doesn't affect the story whatsoever. He, he's the comic relief in a different way than Gaston. Gaston from being a complete idiot, comic relief. Right. But they're, they're comic relief um, when darker stuff, or Lafoe is, when darker stuff happens. That's his whole role. Who cares beyond that? It doesn't make a bit of difference. So hopefully Russia does not ban it. But You know, I could care less if they ban it or not. I mean, if that's... I hate to tell them if they've been in this movie. A lot of these movies had gay actors in them. Just yeah. throwing it out there. Yeah. The X-Men movies, for example, big hits. Yeah. Again, Amy McKellen. And if it, if it came from Hollywood, there's a good chance somebody yeah. connected to the movie was homosexual. If nothing else, just statistically. Yeah. Forget about Hollywood. It could be made anywhere in the world. Statistically, there's a good chance because of how large productions like this are. It's like I... Who cares? I, 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 don't, I don't get their reasoning. Yeah. I really don't. So I'm hoping they don't ban it, not because I care what's going on in Russia like that, but I would like to think we as a human race are moving beyond that. So that's that's. I think human like race needs a lot of help right now, yeah. so I'm not surprised by this whatsoever. I'm really not. I'm over it. I'm not yeah. surprised. So I think we're probably getting too deep. Yeah. I brought it up, I know, but we're probably getting too deep. But um, anyway, that was the first item in the news. Second item, much lighter. There's a um, recent... Survey study based on internet searches geographically. What are the most popular superheroes in each state? Um, that doesn't mean it's your favorite necessarily in each state, you know, if it's your home state, but what are the ones searched for the most? Um, Florida, where we're sitting now, was Spider Man, Spider Man country. Um, Massachusetts, what was Massachusetts? I know we looked it up and you I saw totally, it was X Men, I believe. Um, no, no, Luke Cage. Oh, Heroes for Hire. Yes, Sorry. Heroes for Hire. Luke Cage. Okay. Or Luke Cage and um, Iron Fist. Right. Iron Man and Iron Fist. Uh, Tennessee, where I grew up, Spider-Man again. Uh, Texas, where I lived most recently before here, Batman. That kind of makes sense, Batman in Texas. Except for one thing. Batman refuses to use a gun. Yeah, I don't see that working there. But outside of the gun part, I can see Texas. Well, technically, like, in the golden Batman. age, Batman used the gun. He did. So maybe they like the Golden Age Batman. Probably. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's kind of a neat poll. Go look for it online. Pretty neat. Find your home state. See if you agree. And last but not least in our news, the new Star Trek series coming from CBS, uh, Star Trek uh, Discovery, is has cast a new captain. They've been casting people left and right. In fact, some that has led to speculation about who might be dying or leaving Walking Dead and other, other shows. Right. Um, Jason Isaacs has been cast as a captain. Everyone's favorite, Lucius Malfoy. Um, bad guy in the Patriot, bad guy in fill in the blank. So here we go. It's kind of funny we keep bringing him up. He's the bad guy in the Patriot. No one actually knows his name from the Patriot. He's just the yes, bad guy. He's the, the bad Patriot. guy. His name is said, but you don't care. He, he's the bad guy. He kills Heath Ledger. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. So I mean, he killed the Joker. So maybe he's a good guy. Maybe, well, he wasn't the Joker at the time. Maybe he created the Joker by killing him. Hmm. Pretty deep, huh? Deep. That makes you think. Deep. See, again. Deep thoughts. You're not going outside the box. I'm going outside the box today. You're not. Yes. Deep thoughts by B-Man. Yes. Yes. Um, I will say, this did make me think of something I want to bring up on a future episode. Um, so, Star Trek, the new series. Right. It's going to premiere on television. One episode. One episode. The, fir- the first episode, to get everybody hooked, is going to premiere on CBS. Um, they've said late summer, early fall. So, normal TV premiere dates. Uh, right. Time. And unless they change their mind, every episode after that is going to be on CBS All Access. 
and not in the same manner that um, Netflix does or um, Amazon does. They're not going to release all episodes all at once. It's going to be a weekly series. They release one episode each week. And you'll have to pay for CBS Hall Access. There is a free level of CBS Hall Access, but this will be the you know, $6.99 a month or $7.99 a month or whatever level. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this works. And again, just a preview of what we could talk about later. I agree that if you're trying to create a pay service, using a hook like a Spider-Man, a Star Trek, a Batman, a big, you know, a big property you own makes sense. But do we want that? Personally, I, I don't. I mean, I already have enough paid-for subscriptions right now. I have Netflix. Yes. HBO comes on to get Game of Thrones, HBO. Um, Amazon. I've got Amazon mainly because I have Amazon Prime for shipping, but along with it comes their streaming right. service, which has the tick. But even video games, World of Warcraft, 15 bucks a month for that, to play, to play a video game that you own. Um, it's just too much, and yeah. CBS is always one of the top you know, networks out there. Yep. And if they stop this, and this becomes a huge success... It could be a problem. What's next? ABC. Um, well, CW is going to do it similarly. Disney then. owns ABC, which means Star Wars, yeah. Marvel, and all of that. And would we pay for it? If, if Disney said, we're creating our own pay network that's going to be the only place to get live-action or animated Star Wars ongoing series, along with an ongoing live-action Iron Man and Wolverine and right. on and on, would we pay for it? Yeah. Yes, we'd pay for it. If um, Warner Brothers announced we're going to have a pay service, this is going to be where we put all the DC properties. Would I pay for it at least? Yep. SES, the thing that if you want to say funny, I hate to say it, you almost need this to fail. You I really know. do. And I understand the reasoning behind it. Um, technology has changed so much over the years where there's only like two shows I watch live, which is Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Other than that, most of them I just DVR and watch when I want to watch them. The problem that is, watch when you want to watch them on DVR, guess what I don't do? I don't watch any commercials. Yep. I fast forward all the commercials. So a lot of the revenue that TV show makes, they're losing it now. Yep. So that's, that's, that's where a lot of the problem is. So let's, let's plan on somewhere in the next couple of weeks, making this a big topic for us. Yeah. So I, I, think it, I think this is one we might actually have to think about a little bit and plan for. Outside the box. Outside the box. Yes. I mean, outside the box is different for us to some degree at times, but planning... That's planning. the word that... Planning is very difficult. Yeah, yeah we don't do that often. But we'll try it. We'll see how it goes. I'm actually very good at it. I think you're the one that I can't really rely on when it comes to okay. actual planning. podcast times. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll address that then in the future. Maybe you have to pay for my service and schedule a time to actually hit play and I appear and I don't know. I mean, it doesn't work that way. Okay. So, should we turn to the main topic? Yeah, and I want to bring this up from last week because I felt bad about this. Okay. What'd you feel you know, about? we always talk about, we actually, we actually don't, I should say, we bring this up, and last week you're like, you know what, I have this great idea for the show, we're going to do this ape episode, about yeah. apes, America loves apes, you know, Gorilla Grog, King Kong, um, you, and you listed off like hundreds of apes. This was off the air. Off this the was air, in, This yeah. was in our discussions about, hey, we did some planning, but okay, keep going. And John Paul was so excited about doing this ape episode, and... You know, we had a couple guests come in. You know, Matt, one of my normal guys. Um, Brian was here. Nick was here. Another normal guy we have on the show. Um, and they're like, well, we don't... Hold on, i, I got to say. 
You said Matt and Nick were normal, but Brian wasn't. Does that mean he's abnormal? Oh, or did you mean oh, regular? He is abnormal, actually. But no, he's okay. he's only been one episode so okay. far. Okay. Hopefully, I hope he wants a lot more with him. He's actually entertaining. Um, but like, well, you know, we don't really know much about apes. So I bring this up to you. Yeah. About possibly changing the subject. And I felt so horrible because you were so excited. You felt like a kid at Christmas. Apes. I love apes. You do love apes. They're fun. But it's like telling like a five-year-old kid, hey, by the way, Christmas is next week, not tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's not good. And that, that, that crushed you a little bit. Yeah, well. And I felt bad. So I, I'm excited for you being next today. That's I, good. Today, that's today good. is your day, John Paul. And, and I appreciate that. I want you to know, I brought in extra special sound effects, sounds, music, whatever you want to call it. Because, you know, you complain that I don't do enough prep on the sounds for this. So to kick us off. Is it an ape? It's not an ape. However, it is appropriate because it is. Pause. If it'll play, and I'm not sure if it'll play because, you know, the internet around here sometimes just doesn't do what it's supposed to do. And that is the call of Tarzan the Ape Man. And now hate life one bit more than I did a minute ago. But hey, I thought about you and created extra special sound effects. And you thought about me, so you thought of Tarzan. I thought of Tarzan. Wow. Well, I do swing around a lot from, you know... Actually, I thought more of Cheetah, but... Cheetah. Why would I remind you of... Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's the sidekick. And I know, I know what Cheetah is. Yeah, he's the sidekick. So, that's what I thought of. It's the sidekick. Did they explain yeah. why Cheetah is named after a Cheetah? He had a limited vocabulary. So they called it a Cheetah instead of Guh? Yeah, okay. sure. That Makes works. Sense. I mean, hey, they had to have something. I'm sure somebody had a reason sometime. Yeah. Okay, so go on with you. I, I will be here for you, John Paul. You go, you go right ahead. <laughs> All right, well, I was talking about um, movies that were coming out for the month of March. Going through the whole list, Logan, King Kong, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Power Rangers. Going through the whole list with my wife and son a couple weeks ago. Okay. And talking about things I definitely wanted to see, which was all four of them, and which ones they definitely wanted to see. For my son, it was all four of them. And which ones my wife would want to see, which is only one of them, Beauty and the Beast. And when I'm, and I was like, but what about King Kong? I mean, that's one that's, I mean, I understand Power Rangers. I understand Logan, because she didn't care about the X-Men stuff. But King Kong, he's kind of universal. He's part of the American culture. And her response was, what is it with you and apes lately? And I had to pause. Lately? And think, lately. Well, because lately there have been a lot of ape things. There have been New Planet of the Apes movies. There have been... Um, Flash TV show, the new King Kong movie. All like within a month, I've talked about multiple eight things. It gave me pause. And it hit me that American culture over the past century has really been, from a monster sci-fi standpoint, very ape-centric. Um, I mean, it's why when you had King Kong versus Godzilla, the American version, King Kong wins. But only the American version. The thing is, I'm try- I, we talked about that yesterday, and I tried to actually find the Japanese version. I can't find that. It's because you're fi- but On YouTube, you should be able to find it. You should. You should I, I didn't see that. I always see King Kong swimming away. Yeah, well, of course, I, it's been a while, so I couldn't even tell you how it ends. It's just, much like Clue had, what, five or six endings? Yes. There were a couple different endings to it. I, 
I challenge we'll keep, it. We'll I keep challenge looking. it. I'll keep looking. I'll find it for you. Will you? I'll okay, because both endings, King Kong won. And it's really weird, because King Kong won. Oh, he's swimming away. Good, let him swim away. Or he's not going to come back there ever again. Yeah. Well, where's Godzilla? Well, Godzilla, he'll be fine. But now he'd be better to vegetables. Or something like that. Or plants. Like, really? What, what <laughs> the? Okay, well, giant lizards in a crush. It wasn't a great movie. It wasn't. No. The concept, which is why the concept is coming back. The concept of King Kong versus Godzilla. Or any two monsters fighting. It's kind of like having giant robots fighting, Pacific Rim or whatever. The concept of these big creatures fighting is just cool. It, no, I won't say the coolest. I'm saying right now is, you know, I grew up back, you know, late 70s, early 80s when I was a kid. And um, there was a Narek, I can't remember what it's called, but it had Creature Double Feature come on. Okay. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was always these monster Godzilla movies, yeah. King Kong movies. Time of my life. And I watched it back then and I was so in love with them. Then you and I were talking about King Kong, Godzilla, that kind of stuff. So I'd be like, I'd go back and find this on YouTube. Yeah. And I did. It does not stand the test of time at all. That one does not. But it's that movie. And I'm sure there's a few others. But King Kong, the original Fay King Kong. Right. That movie definitely does. Yes, the special effects, you can see the stop motion right. stuff happening. But the story actually does hold up. If you watch the original King Kong... You can enjoy it just as much now as you did as a kid, um, or as, as they did back you know, when it originally um, came out. Godzilla, the original Godzilla, holds up just as well. And a lot of the Godzillas versus you know, Mothra and, and, Rodin, that kind Rodin, of and King Ghidorah and all the rest, a lot of those hold up. Not all of them. But yes, King Kong versus Godzilla, that movie, it was probably the worst one. Oh. I am looking forward to a King Kong versus Godzilla movie again. Um, they rebooted Godzilla if I... I don't know how many times now, which recently Brian Cranston. Yeah. And I actually liked the new one they made. That was actually, I thought, really good. Um, the one with Ferris Bueller or Matthew yeah. Broderick, like, uh, that was kind of weak. Yeah, that one was, that one should not have happened. Love Matthew Broderick. Yeah, he was great in it. And it's, the movie itself was not good. The movie's not good. However, I will say they got one thing better, I thought, than this last one. What's that? I, this last movie was much better made. Enjoyed the Cranston Godzilla movie. The Godzilla in the most recent one is so incredibly large and gigantic and, and overpowered, it's, it was ridiculous. I'm okay with that. Whereas the one in the Matthew Broderick one was more in keeping with the traditional Japanese thing of walking through the city of buildings and knocking them down, not towering over the city. At the same point, the Matthew Broderick one, I think, focused more on the mini-Godzillas. Yes. Which I thought was kind of weak. Yeah, it was. And um, unnecessary for that matter. And for all of them, I still prefer the original Toho ones, which they're still making. Man in Suit. Yeah. I, I like the I Man in Suit movies. Those. I loved them when I was a kid. I'm kind of done with them. I really am kind of done with them. Um, just so you know, the Japanese version of the Oscars just happened somewhere in the last couple weeks or so. Uh-huh. Um, their latest Godzilla movie won. Best Picture of the Year. Wow. Yeah. So they're still going, and they love them. I haven't seen it. That's great. Maybe it's a fantastic movie. It probably isn't. Uh, that's my guess, is it's not. But. And, and here's my thing, too. King Kong vs. Godzilla comes out um, 20-something? 2020 or... It's got to be at least two years Okay. Now. So just say that comes out. My guess already is, in typical fashion, of these two big creatures meeting, two big monsters meeting, it ends in a tie. Are you going to be satisfied if this movie ends in a tie? I thought about this, because you've mentioned this to me before. Right. Some of our planning that's not really planning. 
I realized what I kind of hope happens. Because, yeah, a tie, eh, don't really like a tie. Don't really want to pick one winner over the other because it could hurt either movie franchise, potentially. Um, think of them as the superheroes or supervillains. Meet for the first time, fight, realize they should stop fighting and team up. That's how I see it happening. I see King Kong and Godzilla fighting each other and at the same time the military, whoever, is trying to stop them and they turn together and start fighting. And then we as humanity have to defeat both monsters and drive them off. That's how I think it'll go. Wow. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Because the kind of, like in the Godzilla movie, the new one, yeah. they made him almost like a good guy in a way. That's what it looks like. And He's I the imagine the same happened with King Kong as well. So to have them turn on humanity, I think you could actually kind of destroy what you're trying to create right now. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll have to see. Or, or here's the other thing. The Toho Godzilla movies, after a certain period of time, started doing everything with aliens. Aliens were the instigating everything, bringing in alien monsters and alien this, that, and the other. Sometimes capturing Godzilla and others. Okay. What if you have aliens attack Earth? It's not really King Kong versus Godzilla, but it's King Kong and Godzilla versus the aliens. Because we don't know that it's going to be versus. We just heard they're working towards putting them in a movie together. We're assuming. That sounds just terrible. What, King Kong and Godzilla versus... Yeah, yeah, I know. Aliens? Like, King Ghidra was from, you know, controlled aliens. Well, that's cool. That's great. Well, really, it is. good. Um, Terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing, too, is... I'm just saying, what's better than two giant monsters? Not three giant monsters. Yeah, no, that's overkill. Three's a crowd. Three's a crowd. Okay. Uh, one thing right now is, from a reality standpoint, okay, you just didn't realize a couple of years ago Godzilla was still around. Now they're realizing King Kong's around. This is a prequel, though. Okay, we okay. got this. Okay. With all the modern day technology, which these movies are based on modern day. Right. How you think they would find this out sooner? I mean, sooner or later, Godzilla has to come up once or twice. I can, at um, least with him, I can see deep, deep, deep underwater. It's so unexplored. You can kind of get away with that, even though he is gigantic. Yeah. You, you, I can see you possibly get away with that one. King Kong, however, is on an island. This island has to be huge to sustain King Kong and the dinosaurs and whatever is on this island. Yeah. You would think somewhere down the line we would have found him <laughs> earlier than now. So, it could be several answers. Okay. One is, could be it's a mystical... And nothing, no aliens. No, this could be okay. mystical. You know, kind of like Themyscira for Wonder Woman, somehow shrouded in mist that magically forces people around it. That could be one. You could say it's so remote in such an area that just no one's ever been there before because it was not any kind of shipping lanes or anything else. Sure, there's satellite pictures of cloud cover areas, but it just never stood out. Or it could be the MST3K explanation, which is, yeah, it's a movie, don't overthink it. That's probably... You know. <laughs> I think they'll probably address this early on, I really do. Could be. I'm hoping they do. That's just me right now. I mean, I've been in the new King Kong ride at Universal. A lot of fun. Dug it. Cool. I've been on the original. I haven't been on the new one. Been, been on, on the both, original. actually. The original one's great, too. So this is... I'm looking forward to this one. Right. Comes out this Saturday or Friday, whatever it is, and... Well, King Kong was, was one of the very first apes. I'd say King Kong and Tarzan. I have to go back and look and see which... I don't know Tarzan himself was not an ape, but it's Tarzan the ape man. I'm, I'm lumping him into this discussion of, of ape 
ape-centric stuff since he was raised by the apes. They were the first ones really in American cinema that kind of started America's love of the giant ape or the ape monster or the ape friend or the ape whatever. Um, that's kind of where it began. Um, you mentioned, you know, we got their latest reboots, but in between we did have a couple of reboots um, of King Kong, too. Yeah. So we had the original, right. then a few sequels, mm-hmm. including even Mighty Joe Young, which was not a sequel, but in the same time period. Mighty Joe Young is actually considered really good quality and one of the best movies in the, that kind of genre from the time period. I have period. to watch it again. It's been so long. Yeah, it's, um, but then in the 1970s, you know, we seem to, for some reason, these first two we reference them by the female lead, not anything else, for whatever reason. So it's the Fay Ray Kong, then it's the Jessica Lang Kong. So you had the Jessica Lang King Kong in the 70s. Yeah, not not quite as good. But the problem... I only saw those once, actually. Okay. I actually kind of... I enjoyed them a little bit. But again, when I saw them, I'm looking through the eyes of... I had to be under 10 years old when I saw those movies. Even at a young age, when I saw the... Jessica Lang remake. The um, fake blow dryer scene <laughs> is still is weird, disturbing in many ways. Um, but the blow dryer scene, a lot of the special effects, I don't know. There's just something about the remake I didn't care for. Then I got excited for Peter Jackson's. Here we finally turn to the filmmaker, not the female lead. Right. The Peter Jackson one, coming off of Lord of the Rings. He could do anything in the world he wanted to do. He loved King Kong. He wanted to remake King Kong. Right. Because the previous remake had not been good, he wanted to introduce it to a whole new generation. Bring it back alive. I agree. Just, it's boring. I never, that movie, I think I watched, I ended up buying it on DVD. Okay. I hadn't seen it in theaters. Because again, to me, a movie three hours long, it's weird to me. That extra hour, two hours, love it. Two hours, 15 minutes, great. Perfect time for a movie. I'll see it. Three hours, some reason, extra 45 minutes to me. Too much? It, it is. I, I don't know what it is. It depending triggers on my mind. Right. Depending on what it is. Lord of the Rings, did you have a problem with those being three hours? No, I don't. But at the same point, too, is tonight when I go home, I know I'm not going to watch Lord of the Rings. I know for a fact. Because it feels like with a three-hour-long movie, you have to like plan accordingly to see true. a three-hour-long movie. Very true. I can go home and watch any two-hour movie in the world. It won't bother me at all. The extra hour just changes it things does. to me. You're right. And so I didn't see it in theater. I bought it on DVD. Stone is shrink wrapped. I, it was either on cable one day or I was at a friend's house one day and it, and it was on. And I was like, oh, I gotta see this. You know, I love King Kong. I love Peter Jackson. Let's see this. Let's go get get to it. And um, the first hour of the movie, I'm watching it. Yeah. And about like 30, 40 minutes and nothing still happened. Yeah. It's just not. It was nothing. It's not bad. No, it's, it was a lot of story. But you go to King Kong. I want to see King Kong. Right. I want to see monsters fight. I don't care about the story as much. There's some movies out there. I don't want an Oscar story. I want introduction, big ape, fight, awesome battles. Well, that kind of on thing. a positive note then, all the reviews I've read for Kong on Skull Island, the new one, have put it into that B-movie level. It's not bad, but don't go in expecting an Oscar or any movie. If what you're looking for is giant apes and monsters fighting, you're going to enjoy the movie. And if that's what I want. If you don't like that, don't go to it. That's right. been kind of the general right. consensus from the geek publications and from like New York Times, Washington Post level. I mean, it's um, all the reviewers are about on the same page on this one. So I have a feeling we're probably going to enjoy it. And not to trash Michael Bay, but Michael Bay is terrible. Now, that being said, <laughs> it, this kind of reminds me of the Eric Bana Hulk movie. Okay. Terrible movie, right? Yes, it was a very terrible, terrible movie. movie. 
it's one of the reasons so bad is that I wanted to go there just to see the Hulk. Yeah. You want to see the Hulk. Yes. In the first again, the first hour, nothing happens. You, you don't. You and don't they try to do too much with it. Yeah, you don't want to see the TV show. Right. I understand the TV show had to kind of limit that right. for the budget and everything. And the fact that their Hulk was not really what we think of as the Hulk. It worked great. Loved the TV show. Oh, yeah, it was great. But you expected the Hulk only to show up for a couple of moments, and that was it. Right. But for the movie, when there's, when you know they're spending $100 million or more, you expect to see the Hulk. Yeah, I want to see the Hulk by tanks and big monsters. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was terrible. Yeah. And that's, that's what happened with King Kong. I, I shut it off after an hour. I'm like, you know, I'm good. Yeah. Of course, the other one, there'd be no... No completing the talk about apes without talking about sort of the um, the king of the ones in the media for decades now. <sighs> Planet of the Apes. You I did, love you Planet did the of the Apes. Dramatic side there. Okay. I love Planet of the Apes. I'm glad you do. And it is one that holds up so incredibly well and is so much better than any of the remakes. Even though the current remake series is good, I still feel the originals for that B movie. Just enjoy it from the first moment in. They're so much better than anything that's been done since. When I was a kid, I watched those movies, and I loved them when I was a kid. absolutely loved them when I was a kid. Yeah. I've had no desire to watch them since. I don't know what it is. I, I that's not America. I mean, it's just not America. No, it's not in America. They're apes. You should be watching them. And, yeah, well, pizza's American. I mean, pizza. Well, that's just Italian, isn't it? Whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I am loving them when I was a kid. But we were talking about this recently, and I'm like, you know what? I can't remember anything from these shows, movies whatsoever. Nothing. Yes. And I'm not going to go through my recap again. Although I could see your eyes glazing over yesterday when I did a quick recap. Yeah. Like two minutes long of all the original movies. Two minutes long? It was an entire lunch break long of your recap. Nah, it was only about two minutes. I need the cliff notes for you, cliff notes. <laughs> but they were wonderful. I mean, starting with Charlton Heston um, and the great Roddy McDowell. I mean, just... You had Cornelius and then Caesar. Um, the Planet of the Apes movies are will always be kind of the standard by which the ape stuff is compared. Were the special effects or makeup effects up to today's movie-making standards? No. But did they work? They worked pretty well. What was the best Planet of the Apes movie? That you saw these apes in there. What was the best movie? Best Planet of the Apes movie. That, that's a good question. Or spin-off. Um, or they had spin-offs, that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. Um... The first one is probably still the best combination of Charlton Heston with a little bit more acting. A little bit. <laughs> um, then the first discovery of this world, okay. the introduction to all of it, the learning that it is. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Shouldn't matter for a movie from the 60s, I know, but I'm going to say spoiler alert anyway. That's good of you. Um, when you discover this is really Earth that is taking place on in the future and not an alien world, it's not, it is a planet of the apes. It's just it's our planet that's been taken over and now ruled by the apes. Um, having all that in the first movie probably makes it the best. But at the same time, they're all really good. And in a way, the um, the middle one is one I can watch over and over probably more often. Um, the middle one where they the apes first come back to our time. Okay. There's, there's something about that. It reignites that discovery. Thing because you now have creatures in an alien environment to them for the first time, and um, just seeing how it all goes, the acting was good. I, I just really enjoyed 
that one, but they're all good. I, I love them all. Plus the TV series. And that was the thing. It was so good. The whole series of movies was so good. It kicked off a, a TV series and a second TV series, which they then kind of repackaged for Saturday mornings. And that's probably where both of us start, started watching Planet of the Apes first time was yeah. Saturday morning cartoons and live action. That was me, yes. Yeah, whether it was um, Shazam and Isis and... Um, Oh, what were their names? Oh, the uh, Croft Super Show. Croft it, Super Show. They had all the live action stuff, um, HR uh, Puffin stuff and all that, and Planet of the Apes. Those were all great. So it didn't have to be cartoons on Saturday morning, but it was all kid-oriented on Saturday morning. See, I'm actually going to disagree with you here on this one. Okay. The best Planet of the Apes movie actually wasn't a Planet of the Apes movie. Okay. It was the very end of Spaceballs. The was very good? end of Spaceballs. It was good. I mean, yeah, they only ended up like seconds... But you know what? It was worth it. It was great. I will. I will say. That. And I kind of wish they should do a Spaceballs versus meets Planet of the Apes movie. And I would be all for that. Um, crossovers with Planet of the Apes are fun. Um, there've been there've been multiples. I mean, um, you know, Spaceballs. You really do. Yeah. Um, one of the best ones is going on right now. It's Green Lantern on the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And it's the Green Lantern Corp. Somehow in the future, Planet of the Apes, and the Apes get some of the rings. So you and because you have now the whole spectrum of colors. You've got the chimpanzees, you know, Cornelius becomes a Green Lantern. But since you have rage with the gorillas, you know, they can become Red Lantern, and so on. It's actually a pretty cool concept. It'd be better if Jeff Johns was writing the whole thing. Can, I mean, tell me, tell me you wouldn't want to read that. If, if you knew Jeff Johns was writing a Green Lantern planet yeah, the Edge that'd be great. Now, I'm out of the Green Lanterns here. Red Lanterns are cool. I like the concept. Okay. But is their ability just to puke on you still? That, that's it? No, it's just one of their powers. They still have the ring with the constructs and all. But they can breathe lava, basically. It, it's not puke anymore? It's, it's not puke. It, it's kind of drawn that way, but it's really lava. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, like, don't they like, cut to drain your blood and something like that? And lava takes over? Yeah, something? pretty much. Seems kind of dark to me. It's very dark. Okay. Yeah. So, moving forward... Moving forward, um, so we've mentioned Tarzan. You know, Tarzan was in that early time period as well with movies and TV shows. Well, speaking of Tarzan, out of all the reboots, don't you think they reboot Tarzan? I mean, he was huge. He was. And, I mean, they had a Disney cartoon of him, but, he, I mean, you can do a good TV show with him, I think. They do it every so often. even a live-action movie. They come up with new movies every so often, and these days it just doesn't sell as well. But, I mean, there was one just last summer um, with Tarzan. Was it really? Yes. How did we call this? Yes. What was it called? Um, was it called Tarzan? Tar- well, it was Tarzan and then a subtitle, um, and I don't remember what the subtitle was. But this is one where he has been You're in right, society. It was. I am about this now. Okay. And he goes back to the apes, and it was trashed. It was supposedly not a very good movie. I didn't see it, so it's not from personal experience. I forgot about this. You're right. Maybe, okay, B-Man's wrong. No Tarzan movie. Don't need it. Um, and then one of my favorites, i got to mention one of my favorites, Hopefully it's everybody's favorite since he's been on The Flash so much for the past three seasons. Teased in the very oh, first episode. God, here we go. Gorilla freaking Grodd. I mean, Gorilla Grodd. How does it get better than watching superheroes it, fight? It gets a lot better than that. Intelligent, telepathic, giant gorillas. I mean, how, do, how does it get better than that? I, I can't even comment. I know your love affair with Gorilla Grodd is... It's, it's mind blowing, actually. It's Gorilla Grodd is so it wonderful. Is. Like I'm kind of convinced you have an affair with Gorilla Grodd. No, but I I, I do you love would. all the comments. You would. No, if I... you had a chance, you probably. And you guys have a lot in common. You're both big hairy guys that are okay. very intelligent. Yeah, so I will give you that. Yeah, I need a telepathy thing going you on. You do. But, but um. <laughs> okay, think of it this way. Okay, go ahead. No. Go, go back, and then you can get on your thought. 
Go back to you as a little kid. Mm-hmm. You probably read stories that were just as silly as having giant telepathic gorillas fighting superheroes. Yes. Imagine you as like a seven or eight year old kid being told that when you turn 40, 48, somewhere in that range, that hits both of our ages there, you'd be able to actually watch a fairly good quality production, you know, meaning the money spent on it, you know, very good quality production, live action version of these same stories, of these live action characters speeding around, flying around, jumping around, whatever, fighting live action gorillas. It, it would bother me, and this is why. I'd be like, yeah. you know what? You're talking 30 plus years have gone by, and we haven't evolved at all since these topping gorillas? I mean, no, really? No, we haven't evolved because the gorillas keep being stopped. Grodd wants us to evolve, he wants to evolve everybody, but you know, we keep stopping him. Okay, so I okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead and go on the Gorilla Grodd. You don't Gorilla Grodd now? Or well, I was just saying, he obviously was in the comics. He right. was in the animated series. He was one of the best. Him and Lex Luthor were always the leaders um, in the animated Justice League Unlimited and, and such. Um, he was fantastic in there. And then here in the most recent two-parter with the Flash versus Gorilla Grodd, um, that just, they actually went to Gorilla City. I will say. Thousands of gorillas. The Flash TV show has at least done a good job with them. Yeah. Much better than what they did with King Shark. Yes. Just mind that for you. King Shark was one of those kind of teases of, look what we can do with some money when we're given a few minutes. Yeah, it didn't work right. However, put in this context, that was a little bit of them thumbing their nose at um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that refused to do anything with powers and heroes or anything else. It was like, you're over there, owned by Disney, making billions and billions and buttloads of money. You're on ABC, a major network. First episode in the whole show created by Joss Whedon. You got all of this. We're over here on the CW. A little bitty show without much money. And look what we can do. We can give people a walking, talking, actually pretty good looking shark villain. And that's kind of what the movies do in Marvel. Marvel has these movies like, hey, look, we can do anything. DC is like, we have Wonder Woman, the most marketable female out there. We're not going to make a movie ever just yet. I know right now it's coming out right now, but for the longest time, like, we feel like it's just a woman. Nobody wants to see a woman in the movies. And that's, that's a problem in all of Hollywood. And, and then Marv was like, well, by the way, we were talking raccoon on a talking tree. That makes billions. Yes. And hands down again, that made noise. Although, you got to admit, you, you can't really hold up the woman part too much since Marvel has gone out of their way to avoid the female characters in a lead role as much as possible. Even though Black Widow is a huge part of all the Avengers stuff, when the last set of toys came out... There was no Black Widow figures. That was Marvel's fault. That was like, I think it's Hasbro. Well, and they did the same thing with Star Wars. They had all these Star Wars Wars. characters except Rey, because who needs her, right? So it's, they're always overlooked. The first, the first female-led superhero movie is going to be Wonder Woman. After Marvel opened the door, yes. And that's fine. Good for them. After DC opened the door with Superman and Batman movies. The the problem is is that (laughs) when the Wonder Woman movie bombs, like all the DC movies bomb, or at least that's good, but people, it, it gets... 60% 60% approval rating. Yeah, we'll go from that. Yeah. Um, but again, go back to Apes as your Ape episode. Yeah. We're getting the real King of Apes. Okay. Donkey Kong, man. How do you forget Donkey, Donkey Kong? I had forgot him. I hadn't got to him. I have a whole list. And with only two minutes on our clock, I need to go through the list real fast. But you're okay. right. Donkey Kong should be at the top of this list. Go, go, go. So Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Jr. We got BJ and the Bear. Don't you love BJ and the Bear? Sure. Um, any which way but loose. Right turn, Clyde. Grape Ape. Everybody loves him. Loves him a great pape. Yeah. Um, Gleep from the Super Friends. I mean, hey, Gleep. He was fun. Okay. Even if the Super Friends were kind of you know weak on the long term DC animated. No, thing. I get you. I get you. Um, Detective Chimp, another DC comic one. Mm-hmm. He's up there with the level of Batman on the detective skills, supposedly. 
you know, Beppo the Super Monkey, and then our own former president, Ronald Reagan, a whole series of movies with Bonzo, bedtime for Bonzo and others. So the list seems to go on and on and on, on monkey and ape and chimpanzee and gorilla movies in America. So that Are was my point. Now? I'm you happy. Some, you had episode? We got one minute left and I'm happy. I managed okay. to fill a whole episode with apes. Well, here's the question at the end of the day before. Yes, so the B-Man question of the week before next time. Yes. Say you're having a few friends come over to your house, right? Okay. How about a few friends Three or four friends house? over. Okay. You need that one go-to game that you know everybody will enjoy. You guys will have fun playing. What is that game, John Paul? All right. So next time. Yes. Next time we will figure that out. So for this time, this is John Paul. B-Man. We are out of here.